0: A republican when the democrat party has walked away from the hispanic community they've gone so far left and they don't represent our values people always ask me myra how can you be a republican whenever you were born in mexico and that's that clearly shows me that they know nothing about our culture. I was raised with strong conservative values. We're all about faith and family and hard work. That's who we are. So our values do really align with the Republican Party. But I do feel that, you know, for a long time prior to 2020, no one was really paying attention to the Hispanic community. And I'm grateful that finally the Republican Party is investing in the Hispanic community because we are the future. So awesome. Awesome. Myra Flores, newly elected Republican Congresswoman from Texas. Um, Very awesome, very uh, intelligent young lady. She's a mom, she is a married woman, a little heartbroken over that, just kidding. Uh, but she, Congresswoman elect, Democrat Party, quote, doesn't represent our culture, end quote. Uh, says this is an article from Fox News, but this is about Myra Flores, not Fox News, F A U uh, X. She joined Sean Hannity, said. Myra Flores says, well, I feel like the Democrat Party has walked away from the Hispanic community. They've gone so far left, they don't represent our values. People always ask me, how can you be a Republican whenever you're born in Mexico? That clearly shows, <clears throat> clearly shows me, they don't, uh, that clearly shows me they know nothing about our culture. I was raised with strong conservative values. We're all about faith, family, and hard work. That's who we are. Our values do align with the Republican Party, but I do feel that, you know, prior to 2020, no one was really paying attention to this Hispanic community. I think she hits it dead on. So let's take a reset and come back and talk a little more about Myra Flores and some other topics. Y'all real Americans, no matter where you were born, no matter what your ethnic background, if you love freedom and love the Constitution, well then, you're in the right place. This is Big John. This is Americana, the American way. just heard a soundbite from newly elected Congresswoman Myra Flores. Uh, Hispanic, first, first ever Mexican-born immigrant to the United States legally, woman elected to Congress, and she should be the darling of the Democrats and the left wing and the CNNs, but she is not because she's a Republican because she's a conservative. Alright, because she's uh, attractive too. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with it, but anyhow. So Myra Flores, uh, she goes on to say, uh, "Did I do all my little intro stuff? Uh, find me on Getter Twitter at the Real Underscore Big John. Do the like, share, and subscribe button stuff, all that. All right, now we get all that out of the way." We're going to talk about Myra Flores. No relation that I know of to the great Oakland Los Angeles Raider head coach, Tom Flores. But we will check into that more down the road as soon as I find a cigar cutter. Can't have a podcast without a cigar. So, Myra, Myra, Myra. Nice lady, sounds like. Um... I've said this for a long time, they say that, oh, the growing Hispanic community is going to be a, an automatic blue vote for Democrats, and that uh, they are the, pardon my, pardon the Democrat Party's prejudice, but they are the new black voters for the, for the Democrats. Eons and eons, well not really, since the nineteen sixties when the Great Switch happened, African Americans, blacks, uh who from the uh from, from the eighteen sixties to the nineteen sixties, blacks in America voted Republican and then the great switch happened as it's sometimes called and uh they started voting democrat i don't know why don't know i care why but don't have time to get into all that but uh people thought that the hispanics would replace the black voters for the democrat party it's not going to happen uh like myra flores said there she was raised with conservative values. Uh, she goes on to say that I'm grateful finally the Republican Party is investing in the Hispanic community because we're the future. But the Democrat Party has fully abandoned us and taken for grant taken us for granted. See right there what I was just saying. The Democrat Party has taken for granted that this block of people, because they have brown skin, they're just going to vote Democrat because Democrats say they care. The Republican Party actually shows that they care. We care about everybody. Yes, we want you to come to this country legally. That's what everybody wanted to as little as 10 years ago. That's what Barack Obama wanted. That's what Joe Biden wanted. Nancy Pelosi, Dianne Feinstein, uh, all your, everybody said, oh, we need to build a wall. We need to, you know, limit immigration. You have to come here legally and go through a process. Well, Mrs. Flores, pardon me, she is married, Mrs. Flores, Went through that legal immigration process with her parents uh, when she was seven years old, I believe. So, let's see here. Let's continue on. So, she just says, the Democrat Party has fully abandoned us and taken us for granted. They feel entitled to our vote, as I just said. They feel they don't really have to work for it. She's echoing my sentiments exactly. What we're showing now is, yes, you do have to earn our vote. And that's why we won this special election. Because we worked hard. We knocked on thousands of doors. I strongly recommend any candidate out there, newcomer, old comer, if you're running for office First, second, third time. you Get your ass out there and knock on doors. That's the only way to win. And, okay. And she said, we made thousands of phone calls. I have the most hardworking team. That's good. She gives credit to uh, her volunteers and the people around her. That's awesome. That's the reason why we're also going to win re-election in November. Because no one is going to outdo the work we're doing. So this was a special election to fill a seat uh, by a Democrat. I I believe they passed away. God rest their soul. And so she's now the representative until November, and she has to do all this all over again. But the thing is, one, it's going to be a red wave November. Two, the Republicans are now going to wake, hopefully, wake their little dumbasses up. And pour money into this seat, put money into this community, just like they do uh, with a lot of things. Uh, Well, the Democrats control the House right now, so it's a little harder for them to get uh, good old pork barrel spending money thrown into a district. But after she wins again in November and Republicans take. Control in January. The Republican Party needs to open up the purse strings, put money into the Hispanic communities, put money into the, put it money into every community. Us Podunk redneck hillbillies wouldn't mind a little, little cash flow from our tax dollars to flow back to our districts. But you know, invest. Um, you know, like. Uh, Trump did with the education and the tax breaks for businesses uh, to open up in uh, poor, Hispanic, black uh, communities. You know, that was part of Trump's thing. He made more money available to uh, poor and minority communities. He didn't get credit for it. But he worked with um, Cory Booker of all people and uh, Tim Scott, and they created the opportunity zones. You know, Myra's district needs to be an opportunity zone uh, and show that, you know, Republicans care about everybody. I care about everyone. I, I don't know if I'm, what I'm going to use for the thumbnail of this video, but. Myra's eyes remind me of a lot of a Hispanic Mexican girl that uh, I used to date. So, hey, I never said I wasn't a a man's man, okay? I I love women. So, I love the ladies. So, good luck, Myra Flores. I just spent 10 minutes building you up into the next, uh, the female Latino version of Donald Trump or Latina. Not Latinx AOC. This chick's going to kick AOC's ass. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. No ace kicking needed in Congress. Need to kick a lot of them out on their aces. But anyhow, BRB, let's take a little brigady break here. And uh, reset and talk about some other things. Alright, I love that song, it reminds me of um, my grandfather, came out right about the time he passed away, which is also right about the time that uh, Biggie Smalls passed away. Anyhow, Clinton News Network had Fred Upton, retiring Michigan Republican, on their uh, channel the other day ago. And he thinks the January 6th hearings are having an impact on moderate voters. Uh, Important to say this is only Fred Upton's opinion. And he is a rhino and a never-Trumper. These January 6th hearings are a, sh- a shit show, a shizam, a, a crapola, bull crap, baloney stuffings, whatever you want to call it. It's all a farce because the Democrats have no platform at all to run upon this November uh, or any time. But now we're seeing that their policies wreak havoc in the economy, in the country. Uh, uh, today we celebrated Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth, everyone. When Republican President Abraham Lincoln sent Republican Union General, Union was the good guys in the Civil War, the Union General, uh, can't remember his name now, uh, Gordon... Gordon Garner? Oh shit, hell. Hold on, I'll have to look it up. I just had his freaking I have a picture of him on my phone. Wait a minute. Get to my memes. When you when you I made the meme so I know what it is. June 10th, on June 19, 1865. Union general Gordon Granger Granger arrived in Galveston and issued general order number three, which read the people of Texas are informed that in occurrence with a proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves absolute equality of personal rights. So as we celebrate Juneteenth, we've had, uh, Riot and chaos break out at some Juneteenth celebrations. Uh, We had a police officer and others shot in Washington, D.C. A a happy day, a proud day for America and the African-American community uh, ruined because the Democrat Party does nothing but seed hatred and division in this country because that's the only way they can win. Is to tell you, hey, look at that guy over there. Hey, look at that there woman there. Look at her. They got something you don't have. They got more money than you. They got a better car than you. Or their skin color is different than yours. You should hate them. That's been the Democrat platform since the 1860s folk. They just put a different shit shine on the shit show these days. Uh, There's a federal judge that testified before this fraudulent waste of time, waste of money, January 6th committee, who says that Trump and his voters are still a threat to this country. Well, by gosh, I thought I loved this country. I am very sorry to find out I am a threat to the nation that I love. All the people I love, the Myra Flores's, the George Floyds, the who else do I have? Donald Trump's, Jennifer Aniston's, and her nipple. Never mind. You know she never wore a bra on friends, right? She didn't. Well those facts looking out on television history. Uh, I'm an idiot, I swear to God. So the Biden administration as if we didn't have enough problems in America. The Biden admin is announcing record-high Medicare premiums. Healthcare health insurance companies gave $47 million to the DNC, the Democrat Party, in the last election. Gee, you think they're not getting a kickback? See, the Democrat, this administration, they're propping up the Met, not Medicare supplement plans, the Medicare Advantage plans there, that's what I was looking for. See, there's traditional Medicare you get from the government and it sucks. But then you have Medicare supplements that the government pays the premium for, for most people, And you still have to pay your Medicare Part B premium, but for your Medicare Advantage coverage, which gives you a little more, a few more benefits than traditional Medicare. They have things like silver sneaker programs. They have prescription drug benefits built into them. uh, All these other things. These Medicare Advantage companies have been getting... Not enough profit. So the Biden administration is going to raise the price of Medicare to help their friends out. This information comes from the lever in the article is quote, Biden hikes Medicare prices and funnels profits to private insurers. So the party and the president that are all a boot. <laughs> socialized medicine are really just kicking the money back to the private drug companies that donated $47 million to their campaigns last time around. Ain't America great? You had Republicans that outright said, hey, we should lower the red tape, eliminate red tape, lower the uh, difficulty level, that drug com- or pardon me, insurance companies have uh, from state to state and to allow them to compete more, and that will lower the cost of health care and make it more affordable and more accessible to everyone. And then you had Democrats that said, no, 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 let's just take from the rich and give to the poor or the right they're like Robin Hood, right? We'll take from the rich and give to the poor and the drug or the health care companies I'm so fixated on drug companies the health care companies were like yeah 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 they were some of the biggest lobbyists for Obamacare the Affordable Care Act why would that be if they were going to eliminate private insurance and go to a single payer system wink wink no they were just giving kickbacks to their buddies at the drug... Or the healthcare companies. And the drug companies. They say they're going to lower the cost of, uh, let's say, insulin. No. They're just going to give a kickback to the drug companies. Just like... They say you're... you uh, covid shot and your 27th booster are all free of charge from Pfizer and Moderna. No, it's not. They're charging the government a shit ton of money every one of those shots. My two free shots cost the government $220, I believe. Cuz that's what Pfizer or that's what Moderna, pardon me, charged the government for your shot. And it all comes out of your tax dollars. Ain't nothing free. The, the student loan debit. That they're I guarantee you. They're going to try to pass. In September or October. The student loan relief. Where they just pay off all our student loans. It ain't going to be free. Your taxes are going to go up. My taxes are going to go up. My dog's taxes are going to go up. Everyone's taxes are going to go up. Or some other service from the government is going to get cut to pay for that student loan debt. Nothing's free, people. Nothing. Ain't no free rides and no fancy cars. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Alright, I had this story from... It's called rawstory.com. Sounds kind of like a seedy website to me. Uh, They say the Georgia election investigation will send Donald Trump to jail. Uh, This is according to a former Watergate prosecutor. I doubt it highly. According to former Watergate prosecutor Nick Ackerman... He has no doubt there will be an ironclad case brewing in Georgia that will lead to the indictment and conviction of Donald Trump. Speaking, speaking with P.S. P.M.S. N.B.C. host Katie Fang, Ackerman said the evidence is overwhelming that the former president tried to steal the election in the Peachtree State. I guess that's like Georgia's nickname, Peach Peach Trees. I don't know uh Peachtree State as evidenced by the phone call made to the Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger Raffensburger uh demanding he find enough votes to secure the six or pardon me, secure the state's sixteen electoral votes. Uh and then all right, I'm not gonna read all this. This phone call to the Georgia Secretary of State has been beat to death. It's been played out already. I doubt it's going to lead to Donald Trump's conviction. I mean, it's been two years since this phone call, since all these uh, things went down. You know, Trump said, well, you need to find 16,000 votes. Doesn't sound good, but it doesn't lead to the level of a felony, so just clickbait. I took the bait. Uh, Trump's not going to jail. So let's see here. Let's reset. Talk some about the leak. Now the World Health Organization chief thinks that COVID-19 leaked from a lab. Well, shit, we haven't been talking yet for three, two, three years now? Two years? Be right back. World Health Organization chief does believe COVID was leaked from a lab. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Man, this has turned into a four or five segment podcast. All right, so now, according to metro.co.uk, the World Health Organization chief does believe COVID was leaked from a lab. And there's a picture of the uh, World Health Organization High Chief Makamuk. Maka. Picture of the Wuhan lab. And then we have some pe- pictures of people in space suits inside the lab. And they told us a little mask would protect us from this when you see these scientists working on these diseases, these viruses they're wearing like na they look like NASA they're wearing full body suits, a helmet, and they're having fresh oxygen pumped into their suit through a hose and a and a mask was going to protect us. I'm sure it was the Dr. Fauci said so. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ, Pete. All right. Leader of the World Health Organization privately believes COVID was leaked from a lab. It, it has been claimed. Dr. Tedros Advan Gubares. I cannot say his name, so I'm not. just going to do my best, privately confessed to a European politician the most likely cause of the outbreak was a catastrophic accident at a laboratory in Wuhan according to uh, a government source quoted in the mail on Sunday the mail on Sunday is a another like news source it doesn't mean like the post office brings you your mail on Sunday that is despite the organization maintaining publicly that all hypotheses remain on the table. In the past, the World Health Organization has been criticized for its acceptance or for its acceptance. A lab leak was a conspiracy theory. So in the past, the WHO, the WHO, the World Health Organization, whatever you want to say it, Thought and claimed that a lab leak hypothesis was fake news and conspiratorial theory. Now, someone is leaking that the World Health Organization chief, the head doctor, believes that there was a catastrophic leak from. The Wuhan lab. Remember when all this started. And it was called the Wuhan flu. Or the Wu flu. By the media. By everybody. And then Trump brilliantly. Cut off air travel from China. uh, To keep the disease out of our country. And buy us some time to get our shit together. And very quickly after that, he banned travel from parts of Italy, then all of Italy, and then all of Europe. And he was called racist, and the Democrats were dancing around Chinatown in big cities, saying, Oh, go to go to Chinatown. Well, we never said Chinese people were bad, but the whole narrative had to change. The media had to change their coverage. I thought... At uh, first, I heard the Wu flu, in the news, and this terrible disease, the Wuhan flu, was coming from uh, China. Then all of a sudden, one day, everyone was going ape shit over this thing called COVID nineteen. I'm like, shit, there's two of them. No, the media, <laughs> in their finite wisdom, very finite wisdom, said that, oh shit, we gotta make Trump out to be a racist. We've got to change what we call this disease now. So (laughs) they changed the name of it in their broadcast from the Wu flu or Wuhan flu to COVID-19, which is a more technical term. And if you said China virus, Wuhan flu or Wu flu, well, you were a bigot. Hey. I love Chinese people, especially their food. Even though it makes me have to go bathroom. Like, after you eat at Taco Hell. But anyways, if you ever need your pipes cleaned out, eat just some Chinese food or some Taco Hell. Alright. Let's jump over here. Today was Father's Day. So Market Watch puts out an article that says, quote, We're so burned out, exhausted, overworked, and overtired. Women plead with Congress to act on paid leave and rising child care costs during an emotional hearing. Happy Father's Day. (laughs) <laughs> uh this is updated on June 19th. It first was published on June 16th. So, market watch. Women want lower uh child care costs. Well, the price everything's going up because of Biden's policies. Although now he wants to give free daycare. To everyone. Which will be free indoctrination. But anyhow. It says. Appearing before the House Ways and Means Committee. Women described how the economy was failing them. Well maybe get a better husband. I don't know. Life's hard. I grew up under a single mother. And. And i tell you you know i had a lot of help from my grandparents they helped keep a roof over our heads Uh, i mean lived with my pap and grandma till i was until they died i mean i came home after my pap died i left and then i came back to take care of my grandmother but so i was pretty fortunate but my mom worked her ass off to keep me in air jordans and Nike and Reebok clothes That were the style when I was in school So anyways That's Okay so The economy is failing women That's the message from multiple Speakers I mean have these women That were uh, complaining gone out and got Jobs I mean They have jobs but I mean have they gotten like Education have they Increased their value to the market you know, sometimes you got to get that extra college degree or that that uh, paper from a trade school that says you have a skill that is more marketable, higher paying than just somebody with a GED or high school education. So the Ways and Means Committee decrying that we are described as the country's uh, or pardon me, they described the country's lack of paid leave, its broken care economy, and rising cost. In his opening statement, Chairman Richard Neal, a Democrat from Taxachusetts, Massachusetts, said that although COVID-19, the COVID-19 pandemic did not create the circumstances... That forced many women to juggle their careers, care for loved ones, and financial instability. It certainly made all those things worse. Um, this lady, Tori Snyder, a single mother to a four year old boy and small business owner in Pittsburgh. Okay, so she's fighting to be a successful woman, small business owner. Uh, As well as a member of the advocacy group, Moms Rising. Uh, She said, we are so burned out, so exhausted, overworked, and overtired. There's another one of those new over words. Jimmy Kimmel overstands things, according to Biden. And now this lady says, we're overtired. I guess beyond tired, exhausted, burned out. But that I thought that was just called being a hardworking American. How many years were men the sole breadwinners? Uh, how many years have women worked single moms like mine, worked a full-time job, and then picked up uh, extra jobs on the side? That's just called being a parent. You're supposed to be overtired, When raising a rug rat. And then when you get olderly, they return the favor by taking care of you. Uh, Let's read a few more sentences. We're struggling even more now because it's so expensive to feed our children. Thanks, Biden. I hope you will invest in the care and the care infrastructure Working families need with paid leave for all. Who's going to pay for that leave? This is a, a, a small business owner. She can pay herself to go on leave anytime she wants to. And then pay someone else to run her store or business. Um, so we're saying that the government has to give everyone paid leave. Paid leave for what, before childbirth and after childbirth? Uh, What, who, what, when, where, why? I know uh, men can now use the Family Leave Act, Family Medical Leave Act, FMLA, excuse me, Family Medical Leave Act, to uh, stay home after a child's born, but they're not getting paid much for it, if anything. I don't think they get paid at all. This woman wants paid leave for all, affordable child care, home and community-based services, and coverage uh, coverages that address all of our health care needs. Well, goddamn, we used to have that under capitalism. Before... government got into the Medicare, medical insurance business and fucked it all up. So now she wants the government to mess up home and community-based services. I don't even know what that means. That can cover a whole broad range of things. I guess your your dream list, your Christmas list. Send this off to Santa, I guess. Uh, affordable child care... So right now Biden and you know these left wing women they want the government to pay for childcare. And I tell you right now, I live not far oh, a few steps from a child daycare center and my church, one of the churches that I go to, just opened up a child daycare center. It's big time government subsidized and funded. So much so that the church bought a second building. uh, And when they opened up the child care part of it, they were getting so much from the government in grants and uh, assistance and money to take care of uh, poor children. They paid the building off two years early, two and a half years early. It was like a $260,000... Five year loan, and so they were able to pay the building off two and a half years ahead of time. It was a five year loan that's how much the government already gives out in poor communities for child care services, daycare services, and they want more. So, a lot of this stuff's already there. That people just want more and more of it because we're becoming more and more dependent on the government. And I tell you right now, dependency on the government takes away from the human soul. It eats away at your human spirit. It eats away at your soul and forces you to become more and more dependent on government. It's a drain on the human spirit. And it's only getting worse. So God bless you all. God bless America. Thank you for listening, watching, whatever you're doing. Pray for one another. Pray for peace. Happy Father's Day. Special happy Father's Day to all the single moms out there that worked extra hours took on side jobs to keep their son uh, in Air Jordans so he wouldn't get made fun of at school. Happy Father's Day, Mom. God bless you all.